Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, this is Adam from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You are listening to the Q&A. If you'd like to watch us live, we stream every Friday over on YouTube. Just search for Fantasy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, welcome to the Q&A ahead of Game Week 8. My name is Az and I'm joined by Hermione Granger, or should I say <laughs> Sam Bonfield. How are you Sam? Good, thank you. You're going to have to explain it now, though, because everyone's going to be like, why is it calling it Hermione? Well, I learned I learned while I was setting this stream up that as Sam doesn't like to work in silence, she has a Harry <laughs> Potter film on every day while working, which seems overkill. I'm not going to lie. Can't you just put the radio on? I mean, I could, but I... Um, I don't say I don't know how much of my background they can see, but like, so on the wall in my office, we've got some Harry Potter memorabilia. I've got my Harry Potter cup with me today. Like, I'm I'm a fully Potter, I'm a fully signed out member of the Potter fan club. I'm reading two different Harry Potter books to my kids at bedtime at the moment. Evie's on the first one. Max is on the fourth one. How does that work then? You got to kind of you got to read one, and the other one's got to like cover their ears to not hear any spoilers. <laughs> is that how it works? I read the little one first. Well, he's reading to himself and then I leave her and then say goodnight. Oh, okay. And then I toodle across the corridor and I read to him. Okay, wow. Yep. I'm, I'm basically installing a love of Harry Potter. So yeah. And I, as I said to you, as we were about to go live, like, I just wish I was, wish I was Hermione yep. Granger. And then, yep. so I think that's going to stick now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well, this has absolutely nothing to do with FPL. Uh, we should probably. Uh, Irrelevant. Into that. Irrelevant as uh, usual. It's a big week because we're back after all the postponements and we've got seven fixtures to look forward to uh do get your super chats in and we will answer all of those um in this stream it's a reminder that 50 percent of all the super chat money we raise uh, goes to street child united which is the charity that Gianni Petici works for which aims to uh raise awareness for homeless children around the world by arranging kind of football games and to play and they're all going off to qatar to play in the uh, big world Amazing. cup there and sort of raise money and funds to a really worthy cause so do check them out and obviously do uh, donate uh, either through them or through us on the uh, chat as well Uh, just before i start taking some questions just want to shout out to our sponsor for this video as well uh, which is spitch Uh, if you haven't checked out spitch yet uh, it's kind of a a new uh, fantasy football game um, to play there's links in the kind of description uh, below there's a free season mode uh, with £2,500 in the prize pool, you can sign up anytime you like. Just because you've missed the first sort of seven weeks doesn't mean you've missed out completely. Uh, you can um, sign up and it's the best five lineups uh, between now and the end of the season, which count. So 
loads of time to get some good scores uh, in. Uh, if you want to uh, pay a bit of money and, and play for some more, um, some bigger prizes, there's a five pound version um, as well, fifty thousand pound guaranteed um, in the prize pool. Same again, best five lineups count. Do be aware, uh, this is gambling if you're putting your money in. So eighteen plus gamblerware.co.uk um, for all the facts um, about gambling. Um, but the main difference with Spitch and, and kind of other games is uh, there's quite a few rule tweaks to FPL. There's no captains, for example. Your players score points for loads of different things. You get 200 points for a goal, for example, which is obviously way more than we get in, in FPL. Uh, you get goals for, you get points for shooting, um, for getting awarded the penalty, for crossing, all that kind of stuff. So it's a really kind of in-depth game. Um, where you kind of get rewarded for all the different contributions. And similarly, the negative contributions, uh, you get sort of penalised for fouls, for missing penalties, for being offside, all that kind of stuff. So if you're really into that kind of statistics stuff, uh, then do check out Spitch and you can hopefully win some cash. Right, Sam, let's talk about game week eight. We've had some super chats already. Uh, Nick Giordano says, would you wildcard this 11? Ward, Cancelo, Trippier... Neko Williams, Emerson, Kudazewski, Martinelli, Andreas, Haaland, Mitrovic, Jesus. That's his team currently. That's his team currently, I think. No, I'd keep that for this week, wouldn't you? Sounds pretty good to me. I mean, the only real worry there is Ward, right? I wouldn't want to be playing Ward. Yeah. But, but that's not the end of the world. Like, I think the wild card will be better used with that team next week yeah, over so international I. break to set you up for the fixture run that comes over the next few weeks. I think that team looks fine for this week. Most people would like to have that many players playing this week. Yeah. I mean, the only issues really are wards, but I mean, he will play. Maybe he can get some saves. Um, Emerson's a bit of a risk, isn't he? Because Creswell's back and it's, it's, does West Ham stick with that, that three at the back formation? I think they probably do. Can Creswell start three games in a row? Two games in a row, sorry, in quick succession? Mm, in three days? I'm not sure. No, nor am I. So I think Emerson probably starts. Kulisevsky's a bit of a risk, isn't he? Because... You know, he will get minutes, even if he doesn't yeah, start. Though he's yeah. not going to get no minutes at all. So yeah, I think I think you ride it out this week, Nick, and, and do it do it next week over the international break. Yeah, yep, I would too. Yep, I think that team looks fine. Uh, FPL Borat, I'm not doing the uh, not doing the wobble we were today. That's all you can get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Kane a better captain than Haaland this week? Thoughts. Also, who are you both putting the armband on? That's an excellent question. Captain and Kane. Are you? I'm also, I'm also captain in Kane. There you go then. We both think Kane is a better captain option. I just think that the fixture against Leicester is better than the fixture against Wolves. It doesn't mean I think Haaland's not going to return, by the way. I think he will. I just think that the opportunity for Spurs to score more mm. against Leicester is there than Man City against Wolves. And there's not many game weeks this season where I think we won't want to captain Haaland. So why not go for a slightly differential pick this week when the differential feels like he's going to score? I mean, it's his biggest FPL haul ever. Came against Leicester, 24 points, 16-17 mm. season. I owned him then. Um, and he's got a great record. He averages nine points per match against them. So I'm all about the Kane love this week. Just as a surprise in case, you know... You were shocked to hear yeah. that I'm loving on Harry I, Kane this week. I wasn't sure if you owned him or not. I couldn't remember because you, you didn't have him. I brought him in last night. I brought him in last night, no. yeah. I think that's, that's what... I think you re, people are either going Salah to De Bruyne, aren't they, or, or Salah over to, to Kane. Um, yeah, I did the Kane one. There's obviously a lot less love, love for, for Son um, at the moment, even though that, to me, was the obvious move. If Son had any any semblance of form going in, I think Salah to Son would yeah. have been the move I'd done. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kane's got 17 goals in 14 appearances. 
against Leicester. Uh, three assists in that time as well. So it's, I think it's, I think I it's his favourite team. His I did think about Vegas. Sun. Hmm. I thought maybe it might be the right thing to do because I'm planning, I think, to wildcard next week. So I was kind of like, I'm basically bringing in a player for a one-week punt and then maybe it's one-week punt is on is on Sun. And the underlying stats for Sun against Leicester are also good. Hmm. Um, he's not got a bad record against them by any stretch. He performed really well against them last time around. So there is there was that playing. But then I look at you know, like if all of the teams that Kane likes to play against, like you said, it's Leicester. He, he'll he comment on that in his interviews. He talks about how he likes to play against Leicester. So I just thought, no, I need to go there. But I think if you are, you know, you want to be a bit different, then have a punt on some this week. But Kane, for me, is the best captain option this week. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, you know, with, with Haaland playing... You know, ninety minutes on Wednesday, and then he's got the early fixture. It's... They weren't great either, were they? They weren't great. No, I mean they. It's City. They they can easily they can easily turn it around. I think Foden will come back in the team, and he added a lot when when he came on. Greenish they were was, so much better. Yeah, Greenish yeah, was agree, really poor. Agree. And you know, but Wolves aren't. Haven't. Don't look like a team that are going to get spanked kind of four or five nil. Whereas no, they Leicester don't. definitely do. So yeah, I think if you've got both, you go for Kane. Obviously, neither is a bad option. I wouldn't back against Harlem scoring against Wolves, but. I think if no, you've got, I think, I think if you, if you score. I think if you've got Kane, you 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 go for that high seeding pick. That be that would be Me my too. my advice. Um, excellent. Got loads of super chats. Thank you, everyone. Uh, keep them oh, coming. Thanks, guys. Uh, PSV ninety six. Uh, would you go for Kane or Kane and Foden or Isak and KDB on a wild card? Oh, now that's tougher. That's tougher because I I do I do like the Isak pick. I think I would st- I think I would still go for Kane simply because I think that her, her- so Harlan is obviously the main pick at Manchester City and I think whoever you have alongside him is there to kind mm. of support. We're not seeing the explosive KDB yet, are we? We're seeing like snippets of it, but it's really all about Harlan. And yeah. who's putting the ball into Haaland. And, and at City, with the way that they create um, opportunities, those opportunities are going to come, yes, from KDB, but also from Foden, also from Cancelo, from other areas of the City field. So I, I kind of see KDB as being somebody that you could have Foden instead of. Like, I don't think that there's that go- there's a golf in price, but is there a massive golf in their returns potential? Mm. I'm less convinced that there is than I am with maybe looking at Kane and some of the other Spurs assets. So for me, Kane and Foden, I think will bring more points over those weeks that we've got coming than Isak and KDB will. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got Kane and Foden. And if you offered me a swap of two Isak and, and KDB, I wouldn't do it. I don't think. Yeah. I like, I like, I like, I mean, Foden is, is frustrating. He's, he's a very frustrating mm-hmm. FPO asset. He always has been. Um, if he is going to take Grealish's position stuck out on the left, it's probably not ideal um but we know how good he can be and he does get double digit returns every now and then and i think his place in the team is is pretty secure i want to see him over on yeah. the right really i do too yeah but tricky but, but with harlan in the middle it only takes one cross yeah. goal there's an assist for foden like you know yeah i think he's got just as much chance of getting attacking returns from assists as kdb does so. i just i just want kane this week uh, if, if I was wildcarding this week, I'd just get Kane and captain him. I think he's the best pick, and I think he will be a good pick longer term as well. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like 
your wild card in Canaan for the Leicester game and then afterwards the fixtures are terrible the fixtures are a nice long term as well and I think you know when you when we look at say game week 12 when we know that Manchester City are going to blank do you really want to have to bench both KDB and Haaland that week mm. like I feel like it's easier to bench Haaland and Foden weirdly because of a because of budget like at least you'll have you'll have a good captaincy option in somebody else if you've not spent so much money on City yeah yeah true yep so we're both going Kane and Foden yes yep cool uh Salman Akbar uh Jesus to Mitrovic this week for a minus four also Mm. KDB or Bernardo Silva considering both have almost the same points so far this season Jesus to Mitrovic for a minus four I wouldn't do that I don't think you can minus for it. No. I think you can't take out a player that's that's playing and has a nice fixture as well. Yeah. Like it's it's Brentford who aren't exactly solid defensively at the moment. So I don't think you can take it out. I would do it next week, take out Jesus because the fixtures for Arsenal after that look difficult. So I would do it next week, take him out and get Mitrovic in. I do appreciate that means missing out on the nice fixture for Mitrovic mm. this week. But I don't think that there's enough difference between Jesus. Like, is there really a minus four difference I I in the returns so. that they bring? I'm not convinced so. there is either. No, I mean, I'm I'm selling Jesus this week but for free to, to get Kane. But See, I can understand that. For a like, minus so four. I just... I, I don't think I'm going without Mitrovic this week because it would be a, I'd have to take out a player who's playing and for a mm. minus four and that feels not right. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, what about Bernardo Silva? We talked about Foden a bit. Do what do you think of the, sure. the Bernardo Silva pick? It's the roulette again, though, isn't it? Like it, it brings you back into that kind of like roulette of like, I don't know. For me, I think I would take a bit more of a punt in that bracket of price and move away from Man City now of course it depends on what your strategy is and whether you need this player to play this week but you know I'd maybe just take a look at one of the West Ham cheaper West Ham options um, and, and go with one of them because they're going to play this week nice fixture against a Pickfordless Everton um, and then West Ham fixtures after this game week are nice so I think I would be inclined to stay away from the potential roulette that we might see at Manchester City particularly mm. given the Champions League and um, the blank game week that we've got coming up in game week 12 and focusing on a team like maybe West Ham instead. Yeah, I mean, did, did Silver play in the Champions League? Um, not too sure. I don't think he did, did he? Because I think it was Mares and Grealish. He came on, didn't he? Didn't he came on, as, he part came on. That, yeah. as part of the Foden-Alvarez triple sub? Mm. Was it? Was That's right. Then? You, expect, you, can... you said to start then against Wolves. And I mean, he's, he's he should do points have but been it's good. It's the longer term stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's, for me, it's how. So yes, I think he probably start this week. But how often will he start? And therefore, is it worth it this week? If you're doing it just for this week only, then yeah, I think it's probably doable. If you're wild carding next mm. week, but if you are thinking, if you're like you and you've already paid your wild card, and therefore the transfer that you're making this week is a is obviously focusing on game week eight, but is also focused in on being something that works successfully through game weeks nine, 10, 11, 12, up to 16. Then maybe it's an avoid on Manchester City at that point for those types of players. And maybe it's a focusing on a different team yeah. like West Ham, like maybe even maybe even Leicester. They've been awful, but, but maybe even Leicester um, because fixtures are nicer. And they do always score against Spurs. They're always high scoring games. They probably will breach the Spurs defence. So Madison, maybe. Mm. 
I don't hate it. I mean, he's seven million, Bernardo. I mean, if you haven't got Foden, haven't got De Bruyne, I mean, it does lock you into that spot, which is that third city spot is pretty powerful, isn't it? I mean, you've yeah. got, you know, Cancelo, Diaz, De Bruyne, Haaland, Foden. There's lots of players from City that we can consider. But we has, have, you have got Edison. My and you've got Edison. Well, Edison, I think, is, is perfectly perfectly fine as well. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. I mean, I think, I think for seven million, if you need a seven million player for this week, there isn't a huge amount of options because... You can't go up to the eight millions like you've just you've just mentioned. Players like Sinistera, Rashford aren't playing. You probably already got Marseille. There isn't a huge amount out there, so I'd want Zaha, but Bernardo's maybe a decent just one week punt. So I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. But I'd, ra- I'd rather. I don't hate it. I'd I rather have De Bruyne it. if that's the if that's the question. <laughs> mm. um, next one, uh, Damien Brains. But we've already had that question. He's asking exactly the same question. Kane and Foden or KDB and Isak? Yeah, we've had that. Kane and Foden then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could have saved your money, Damien. Uh, Kane and Foden. <laughs> yeah, we answered it like three or four minutes ago. So yeah, go back and, and check that. Uh, Stephen Gallagher. Hello, my friend. Uh, what 6.4 million or less midfielder would you take a punt on? I wanted St. Maximan, but he's probably injured. Uh, I'm thinking if I go gross to Almiron, then I can do Rodrigo to Zaha in nine. Six point four million or less midfielder punt. I'm just bringing them up. Hang on, let me. Uh, Paquette, is Paquetta under? Paquetta's six. He'd probably be the one I punt on. I just got a feeling about him. You know, don't know why. <laughs> don't ask me why. I mean, who really is there? There's Paquetta. There's Gordon. There's uh, Almiron. I mean, I do, I do let's, like the Rodrigo. To, I do like the Rodrigo to Zaha move next next week. What um, about what you think about Maxwell Cornet? I mean, did he even get it's an attacking nice return? Did he even get an attacking return? Oh no, that was got yeah, an wasn't assist. It? Got an assist last night, didn't he, in the Euro Conference? Yeah. League. How much is Cornet then? Is he cheaper than five nine? Yeah, oh, but wait, yeah. But why wouldn't you yeah. just get Paqueta? I mean, Cornet's not playing. Well, I think you would get. You would, I think you would get Paqueta. Paqueta would be my pick. Um, everyone else is just a bit, yeah, either not playing this week or just a bit not likely to return or has a difficult game. I think it's, it's... No, Paqueta, it's Paqueta for me. I don't, I don't, there's no one else really. <laughs> the only good thing about Almiron, so Almiron's five million. Almiron. Uh, but that, but for but for Stephen, that would mean that he can then do um, gross up uh, Rodrigo up to Zaha, which I like because I think Zaha I like. from from game week nine is really nice. And I'm looking if I'm thinking Paqueta, Almiron, and Gordon. There's probably not a huge amount in between. I'd probably put Almiron bottom of that list though. I'd say Paqueta. I'd go for Paqueta. I think he's 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 going to start hitting some form. I mean, lots of people are going for Bowen, for example, and he's eight point one, and you can get an attacking West Ham player in for six. So let's say Paqueta. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Paqueta. This podcast is sponsored by Paramount Plus, where Champions League soccer is back. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration starts on September the 6th with the biggest stars and top teams across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through to the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against the likes of Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more. Don't miss a single second with Paramount Plus starting from September the 6th. Paulie G wants to know what you think about Son and his his poor start to the season. 
Uh, I, I honestly think that he's just, it's confidence thing. It's just a real confidence issue at the moment. And it's not like he's not getting chances. He is. They're just, he's not fully committing to them. Like I feel every time I watch him, the, the runs that he's making are just half a yard slower. It's almost as if he's not quite fully committed. And when he goes for them, if there's a defender nearby, he kind of checks himself a little bit more than he hmm. would normally do. But I do feel like with Son, if he, when he gets one goal, that'll be it. He'll he'll then go on a run. And it's just, it's getting on him at the right moment. And this game against Leicester does actually feel to me like a moment where his season could pivot. Because if he doesn't return in this one, then I do genuinely think there's a conversation to be had with with the Spurs kind of team for Conte that says, well, I've got Kane and Richarlison who are playing really well together. And Richarlison's making some, a good impact on that Spurs team in a way that I never thought he mm. would. And when Kulisevsky's coming off the bench, because sadly he's the one that's kind of been sacrificed for Richarlison so far, he's making a big difference and he's committed and he's doing all the things that we loved about Kulisevsky last season. And then Sun seems to be the kind of weaker link at the moment. So I think Sun starts against Leicester um, because there was a lot of chatter about is Sun even going to play the game? I don't see that happening. I think he starts. But if the if we get through to the end of that game and still got no returns, then I think it's a problem. But he is a player that I would I do fancy to do well this weekend, and I do think that we saw enough. I saw enough from him against Sporting to suggest that he is starting to feel a bit more. At yeah. home. He's a he's a creature of habit, is son. And I remember saying to Lee back at the beginning of the season that I worried slightly about the Richarlison buy. Because Son's never really had any competition for his place. No. Not directly. There's never been another player at Spurs who's directly been able to he's take never needed it. his place. Because we've never needed it. And because we've always had other weaker areas of the pitch where they kind of backed it up with other players. So, you know, we've had the likes of Mora and Bergvine who could have taken other positions, but they were never really a threat mm. to Sun starting eleven. But the re- arrival of Richarlison always felt to me like this is a direct threat to your place. And how will Sun cope with that? And I think he's not coped very well with the fact that there's somebody else that's come in, can play in his position and is playing better than him. And now he's over... Do you think, do you think Perisic as well is, is kind of impacted? Yeah. Because Perisic is, is taking because up his runs, right? Making his runs. His, and yeah. 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 yeah, and he's taking some of his set pieces as well. So, you know, you've got, a, you've got a player who's always been the most important, one of the most important cogs with him and Kane in that Spurs team. Now we've got a Spurs squad that has alternatives, new ways that we can play, different styles going on in terms of the wing-backs, the role, the runs that those players are making. And that's affecting Son's game. And I think we, we're starting to see over the last couple of weeks him understanding what his job is in the team with all of these other cogs at play. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, and it's confidence. Always has been with Son. It's always been a confidence player. And when he first arrived, we I remember being like, who is this guy that we've signed? Like... He's not adding anything. And then he started to score and then he's become the player that he's all he is now. And I think for me, it's I I do think that this week might be the week that we see Son on the score sheet. So you think he starts then this week? I think he starts this week. Yeah, Lee and I are arguing about this. <laughs> um he thinks he won't. I cannot see that he doesn't start Son this week. I think it it will be Son and Kane, and then the conversation is between Kulisevsky and Richarlison as to who, who gets to start. Yeah. I think I side with Lee in that I think Son misses out. 
I just don't see it. Conte is such a he—he's—he's he's a good man manager, and he's—he's—he's he's, he's a good reader of people's kind of like mm. we saw how it affects Son when he's substituted. I think if he doesn't start Son this week, heading into an international break, he might break him. Yeah, true. Yeah, it could be right. Um, Neil S. Uh, hey guys, need some help with my wild card. Kane and Gordon and Perisic versus KDB and Tony slash Isak and Nico Williams. On paper, the choice seems obvious, but worried about having no Spurs versus Leicester. Rest of my tem- rest of my team is pretty template. So Kane, Gordon, and Perisic versus KDB, Isak, and Nico. Would you rather Tony or Isak on a wild card? Probably. I think I go Isak on a wild card. Interesting. I think so. Just. Mm. Just, just because it's a bit more. I always think when I'm wild carding, I like to have a couple of picks in there that are just a little bit more different, that can kind of break the template, that can give you a bit of a march. Um, I do really like Tony, but I do just like the slight difference that Isak brings. Okay, so KDB, Isak, and Neko Williams, or Kane, Gordon, and Perisic. I don't really like the Gordon or Perisic picks in the second one but you don't have I mean you could take Perisic down to Neko Williams and then upgrade so you could have Kane with Williams which I would do I'd have Kane and Williams and then I just use that additional money that you're saving from Perisic to upgrade Gordon Mm. so someone like Paqueta yeah maybe so that gives you one if you do Perisic to Williams that gives you what 1.3 or something so yeah that, that gives you enough to do that gives you enough to do Gordon. It probably gives you enough to do him up to, you know, someone else if you need to down the line as well. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really, I don't really like the Gordon pick. I think Perisic is Perisic isn't Perisic's underlying stats aren't high enough for him to be worth the risk of him not playing each week. That's what I'm seeing with him. Mm-hmm. So, I think if I if I'm picking out of those options, I'm going KDB, Isak, and Williams. But you're right. I think I'd rather have Kane than KDB, and I would switch out Gordon and Perisic for something else. Paqueta and Williams sounds pretty good to me, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's what yeah. I would do because I, I think those those two together are a nice... They're a nice combination. It also sets you a little bit closer to that midpoint, like you say, to give you more flexibility moving forwards. And with Williams, you are guaranteed... You don't play him most week, but you're guaranteed that when you do need him, he is going to play. Mm. And there's some attacking threat there. Whereas with Perisic there is always the setting your threat. Like, I would not be surprised to not see Perisic no. in the starting 11 no, this same. weekend. I think it'll be Sessegnon. Played the full 90, didn't he? Played the full 90. Yeah. The yeah. I think it'll be Sessegnon that starts this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Tanky giving us a reminder that uh, Wolves did get spanked by De Bruyne last season. That's where he got his four They did. Goals. They did. They will not <laughs> be as bad. points. They will not be as bad as that. No. I can guarantee. They, no they died one, a death last year, didn't they? No one could be as bad as they were in that game. I've never seen anyone given more space than De Bruyne uh, in that match. Um, Violet Citizen, thoughts on three hit. I have just seven starters and no wild card. <sighs> uh, thoughts on Son and Bernardo Silva over KDB and Kulo as a differential. Seven starters and no wild card. And presumably just the one free transfer. Mm. So you can only get to eight. I think 10 is the minimum you need this week. Do you? Maybe. Why, do you think you can get away with the ads? 
I'm just not sure how big a scoring week it's going to be this week. I mean, I look at the fixtures and I think if, as long as you've got as long as you've got Trippier, as long as you've got two City players, Cancelo and Haaland, an Arsenal player, Mitrovic. See, I've got 10. I've got 10 this week without a hit. I've got three City with Edison, Cancelo and, and Haaland. I've got Kane. I've got Martinelli and Jesus. I've got Trippier. So I keep looking at my team thinking, should I take a minus four to get to 11? But then I don't know who I would minus four in. No, no, because I, I feel like I've, I've I filled up on City. I can't really minus four a Spurs player in because who would I go with? I feel like it would, in order to get them, I'd ha- it'd have to be a cheaper one. So therefore probably a defender. Probably Emerson Royale. Is Emerson Royale going to get a clean sheet and an attacking return? Very unlikely. Could go Sessignon, but then there's the risk he doesn't stay on for 60 minutes. And then that's a nightmare if you free him in. If you've what you know spent a minus four. So I think I'm going to roll through it with 10, but I don't think I would roll through it if I had nine. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I know. It's scary because you don't want to go into a game with, with seven or eight. I think if I had eight without a hit I'd be tempted to hold the free hit because the free hit especially with these with the double game weeks that are like you know could could come in at any time you know if you could move suddenly for a, a free hit team of 11 doublets that's gonna be better than just getting in three more players for this kind of crappy looking game week we've got in, in game week eight <laughs> um you know seven... I do I mean I do tend to agree with you I don't I, I'm not sure the free hit is I mean I made a free hit team I do like it it is nice but but the double game week is appealing for a free hit because yeah. you've got you can really upscale the points returns you have. Whereas I I'd sort of feel if you free hit now you're just keeping up with the wild carders potentially yeah. rather than getting well, exactly. the march. Yeah. I think if I think if you've got eight if you've got eight players, even with a minus four, and you've got all of the main guys. So like I said, your Arsenal players, your City players, Trippier's in, maybe you've got Kane or something, I don't know. As long as you've got like a good looking eight players, I think you hold. If you're scrambling around to get in eight guys and it still doesn't even look good then i think you probably need to play the free hit um mm. it's really hard for me to talk about son and kuliszewski because i just don't know who starts out of that spurs lineup anymore the only one i'd feel really confident on is, is kane um, i do think some will start i'm i okay. am i i'll be really surprised if he doesn't start I'd, I'd be more surprised if son was benched and kuliszewski started the other way around i think um, i would mm, because I, I think really I think I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Kane, Richarlison, and Son. It's the Richarlison and Kulusevski one that I'm mm. I'm struggling with today because I would be really surprised to see Kulusevski benched again. That'll be the third that's game yeah, in true. a row. I'll be really surprised, given his his form when he comes on and his work ethic. I'd be really surprised to see him benched again. Like, but then I. Because I also didn't think that Richarlison was... So I thought he deserved to start the Champions League because he was excellent in the Champions League the week before. And then obviously we didn't mm. have the game in between. But last uh, on Tuesday night, I didn't think he was quite as effective in that game. And I don't think against Leicester that we necessarily need the... like heavy-hitting, go-charge-and-down Richarlison. Whereas I think actually the... 
slightly more technically minded yeah, Kulisevsky's runs are better against the way that Leicester will set up and play against us because defensively they're not as good. So I think he, Kulisevsky's tricky runs in behind actually could be the way to go against that Leicester defence. So I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Kulisevsky's son and Kane start that one with Richarlison replacing Son at some point because actually I think Richarlison's most effective place is in Son's position. So okay, that, that would that's my theory, but I don't know. With that in mind, and quick A or B, uh, Son and Bernardo Silva, A, or KDB and Kulu, B? I don't know. That's really tough because I like... A or B? <laughs> I would go with KDB because I think you can be more secure with that starting yeah. place whereas with Kudasevsky you know he's going to come on whereas with Bernard oh, Bernardo's likely to start I think KD... oh, K- K- yeah I think K- K- I think KDB and Kulu on, on a free hit you've, you've won me rounds I, I think you're right I don't think Kulu misses out three games he's he's been good I don't think so he's played well this season he doesn't deserve to, yeah. to be missing out this many he um, also could play him I don't think he'll start him there but he also could not take him off and if you start Sessignon and just move Kudasevsky back into yeah. that wing-back position rather than playing Perisic and giving Perisic the whole game. Like, I think Kulu, Son and Bernardo Silva are all kind of equally good options. And then De Bruyne is obviously yeah. the best one. So pick the one with De Bruyne. That's my advice. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, Damien Brains again. Bowen or Paqueta? Emerson or Soufal? We both like Paqueta, don't we, at six? I do really like Paqueta, yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, Emerson or Sufa? I mean, Sufa's a lot safer. Emerson's a lot cheaper. It's, 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 hard to, it's hard to say. If you need a player this week, make, you get Sufa. But I think Emerson probably starts because I don't think Creswell will start because he played in, in Europe. So I would go for Paqueta and Emerson, I think. I don't really want to pay that much money for Sufa. West Ham have been awful, like... Gen- generally <laughs> well, speaking. Well, that was my, just going to be my point. Is yeah. are, West Ham, are we sure West Ham clean sheet? I think Moyes wants to play three at the back. And if he plays three at the back, I think that means Emerson's at wing back. They, pay, they paid, you know, 17 million for him. So you've got to think he's going to play at least 4 million. I like Emerson. I mean, I don't really like the West Ham defence generally, but I suppose of the two, he's a, the better option. For some attacking returns, mm. because I don't think there's necessarily going to be that many clean sheets, even against Everton. Yeah. So you're saying Emerson as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andre Lungu, uh, your thoughts about Sessignon as a one-week punt? I think he starts. So do I. But I'm not is, sure. Is it a free hit? So, so this is the thing. So if it's a free hit and there's a bench that can cover it, then I probably would punt on Sessignon. Having said that, even if he doesn't start, he's going to come on. He's going to start him. He, he, I cannot see him start not starting Sessignon in this one. I'll put him in my scout squad, Sessignon. I think he starts. I think he starts him. I but think I'm, he not, but him I'm not 100%. Heritage. I'm like 70%. <laughs> see, I'm a bit higher up than that. I'm okay. not 100%, but I'm probably more in the 80 85%. If I was to write down the team sheet today, I'd have Sessignon in it. Mm. Just, I think he's, you know, he, Conte knows he can trust him. He's a good alternative. Perisic isn't fully, I don't think he's able yet to play twice in a week. Mm. 
I think he starts Essignon. Yep. So we like we him. Then. So we like him then as a one-week pump. We do. Yep. Uh, Tron Formy's being a bit rude. If you could uh, get rid of him, please, nuclear atoms. <laughs> not my. Not Go my on, fav- nuclear. Not do my favourite person. Uh, oh, we've had a big super chat from Eddie O'Rourke. Thank you so much. Twenty euros, I believe um, that is. Uh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Really, really nice. Thank you. Thank um, you. I have Sanchez and Ward. Should I take a minus four for a one-week keeper? Otherwise, I have ten outfield playing and will wildcard next week. A minus four for a goalkeeper for one week seems unnecessary to me because you never I know. Totally Ward could save a penalty, or he could make six saves, or he could do it. And like, who are you going to get him in? You know, you could get you could get I'm in, totally with you. You this. could get Pope, and he could concede to Bournemouth. You never. Know. I mean, he probably won't, but. Yeah, absolutely. Totally I'd agree. rather have Ward in the minus four. I'm um, sorry, I'd rather oh, have it's... Ward in the plus four than, than another keeper, I think. Yeah, because I think Ward is going to get two. A point for saves, because Spurs will, he will, they will take a lot of shots at him. Yep. And a point for playing. He'll lose the other one because we probably can, we'll probably score enough that he doesn't get two. So if we, if we work on the assumption that Ward is going to get two and you're free hitting this week and you're wildcarding this week, it would be different if you'd already played your wild card and this was a keeper that was going to be more of a long-term mm. thing. But if it's a keeper that's just for this week, then even Bournemouth have showed lately that they can score. Newcastle haven't been... I know that we were waxing Liverpool about Trippier and Pope because of their performances last week, but they haven't actually been that solid defensively. They have been making mistakes. They have been conceding goals. If you're going to take a minus one for a goalkeeper, you have to be absolutely convinced without a shadow of a doubt, that there's at least a clean sheet and some save points that come because mm. they've got to outscore your current goalkeeper by more than four. And because you've got a playing goalkeeper, I don't think that they Well, will. there's always a slight risk with Ward that Everson comes in because Ward has been awful I... lately. But the only one I'd consider it for would be Pope because I think Pope, I'd be very, very surprised if Newcastle concede in that Bournemouth game. Well, I would too, but do but do you... How many shots are Bournemouth going to have? So how many? So last yeah. week, Pope did really well because he was making save after save mm. after save after save, and the clean sheet stuck. How many opportunities are Bournemouth going to get? That they're not going to get a hundred, so that he's going to get loads of save points. That would be the way that my brain works on this. So could he get a clean sheet? Yes, but I think his max return this week is probably seven. I yeah. don't see him getting more than one save point. And I would expect Newcastle to be good going forward and therefore I would expect mm. the bonus points to be with those players. So if we're saying that Pope's ceiling is around a seven this week-ish, then Ward's got to get... I mean, he's got to have a stinker, hasn't he? <laughs> which, which he's, he which he's will, capable of, of to doing. To be fair. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do I it. I just, I just think if... If you were if you were going to do it and you had the money and you really wanted to get rid of Ward, I don't think going for Pope is a bad option because I doubt you're gonna you're gonna get a few points back on that. I'd imagine even if it was two, but you might still be down if Ward gets three. But I wouldn't do it. No, I'd, I'd just leave Ward and, and roll with it. Um, mm. We've got two more super chats to do, and then we will call it for the day. Um, thank you so much. We've had so many today. Um, it's been great. Uh, hopefully, it's been amazing we've, today. Yeah, hopefully we've you know answered some other questions that people are posting. I know there's so many questions. Um, people posting as well. Sorry, we can't get to them all. It's just relentless super chats 
uh, this time <laughs> around. Uh, and we are trying to raise money for, for charity, so you can't blame us for only answering these ones. Yeah. Um, Joel uh, Erkinen, um, I did Salah to De Bruyne, Greenwood to Mitrovic, and Cash to Share for a minus four. Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah. Rest is template. Can you just tell me it was worth it? I think it was worth it. Sounds great. A minus four, and you've taken out three non-playing players and brought in three playing players. KDB, Mitrovic and, and Cher. as well. Yeah. Three players that look like they've got good points return potential this week. Yeah, I like it, Joel. Yeah, it's worth it. Yep, sounds good. Uh, the share pick's interesting. He's, I'd love to have him in when he scores one of his, you know, Oh, he will. Bangers. He's got a worldie at some point, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think he has got one already this season, but he's probably going to get another yeah, one. Yeah, he has. Get another one this week, probably. Yeah. Uh, and our final question is from Faisy Erkin. Uh, postponing my wildcard to game week 12 um, and having 11 players with fixtures, which is better? A, play Jesus. B, Jesus to Kane and captain him for a minus four. Or Stansfield to Mitrovic and bench Neko Williams for a minus four. Would you do Jesus to Kane and captain him for a minus four? I also quite like the Stansfield to Mitrovic move. I do. Because I'm, I'm a, so okay. So there's two ways of looking at this, isn't there? So yes, if you bring Kane in, he's definitely captainable. But you don't have to captain him because I'm assuming you've got Mitrovic, you've got Harlan already. So you have got a captain for that team, mm. a good captain for that team this week. So actually, is, are you better off to improve the rest of the squad that you've had? And I would say that having Mitrovic over Williams is a is a massive so improvement. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's... whereas I'm not sure that Kane over Jesus is a massive improvement. No, I think that's, that's always a good way to look at it with these things. It's it's what what of these minus fours actually improves you kind of going forward, and you're going to want Mitrovic mm. because the fixtures are so good. So if you do Jesus to Kane, you're then not going to be able to do Stansfield to Mitrovic because you've used that money yeah. to upgrade Jesus. So I would forget that one, and I would do Stansfield to Mitrovic. Get yourself a, an ex an excellent like upgrade on a non-playing yeah. forward. Uh, yeah, and bench Neko Williams. Yeah, that's what I do. And then no, ne- next week when you've because you've you know you're delaying your wild card that you you can take Jesus out at that point, maybe taking down to Isak or to Tony, one somebody in that sort of bracket, and then use the money elsewhere to yeah. upgrade other areas of your pitch until you get to your wild card. Yep, absolutely. That's good to me. Um, yep, excellent. Right, we will call it there. Um, hopefully, we've answered a load of your questions. Sam's done her uh, predictions on the Spurs lineup. Uh, which will be interesting to see who's right out of you and your, I'm all wrong, your husband. Then you'll I know. Never ask me again. Will oh you? God! And if we can't have Lee be right about Son not starting. That'd be oh, that'd be horrible. Can't have Lee be right about Spurs. I better go on the phone to Conte when I get up <laughs> uh, Two more videos from Scout uh, today. We've got the team news at half three, and then it's the deadline stream uh, with Seb um, at half past five. Is it six o'clock deadline tonight? Oh yeah, I forgot about the uh, the uh, uh, six thirty deadline. deadline. So yeah, deadline. so six. I think six o'clock. Seb will be on um, for Good that. Good old Seb. Good old Seb, which will be great. Um, don't forget to give Spitch a try as well. Um, have a watch back at the start of the video where I kind of explain that a bit more. There's details in the um, description below. Um, but yeah, get your transfers locked and loaded and we will see you on the other side of the international break. Bye, guys. <laughs>